Hello, everybody. Welcome to Miles Creative Project, and you're listening to Anita Miles. This episode will be green colored to honor the patron of Highland, St. Patrick, who is yearly celebrated on March 70. Each year, all over the world, cities die green. And this feast is associated with drinking beers and wearing leprechaun outfits. But behind all of these traditions, there is a folkloristic belief on which I want to briefly focus before exploring the different shades of Irish literature. Irish stories were unique, involving God-like people such as Tuatha Daman, warriors like Fianna or legendary creatures were the most interesting part, in my opinion. I've just chosen examples. The first is the Banshee, who, whose true form can change, but two things are fixed. A woman's appearance and she's considered one of the most terrifying creatures because she causes fear. Her scream is a sort of warning that there is a death approaching. The second is most known and symbolic, Librecounts. This tiny, witty little man who can bring people good fortune but they can be mean really eager and protective of their own possessions, mostly gold coins, which are collected in pots at the end of the rainbows. And according to the legend, if you catch a leprechaun, they must grant you three wishes before they can leave you. Third are fairies. Magical creatures with wings that can be split into ancillies who are associated with being troublemakers and sealing who are associated with being helpful. There are several physical descriptions about them, but I think that maybe it's better let imagine how this magical creature may look. Fourth is the changeling. Actually, I have heard about it just recently. Um, they are a shape-shifting, naughty fairies that replace human infants with their own kind of fairy. A sort of swapping for different kind of reasons. But according to Irish legends, changelings have special power and unusual behavior. Fifth is... The man wolves of Hossery, tribe of man wolves who were called for help by old Irish kings to help in battle. A legend said that St. Patrick encounters a stubborn pagan tribe that do not wish to be converted and, and they old as if they were wolves. Enraged the saint praised God for retributions to suffer a willful curse. Last but not least, there are the marrows, Irish mermaids that have more likely a sea-like appearance. 
green hair, greenish skin, and whipped fingers. According to legends, they were beautiful and kind, but also evil in other stories. Anyway, this creature had a magical red cap or belt to live both on land and the sea, formed from the human form to the sea form as they wished. Anyway, not only the mystical creatures which gave gothic and fantasy tones, but also wit and humor is in the form of irony are considered a recognition of Irish literature. There are so many Irish authors that you may know, but you didn't even think that they were Irish. I've selected just a few to explore Irish literature through history. Are you ready? The first that I've chosen is Jonathan Swift, born in Dublin um, and best known for his satirical novel Gulliver's Travels, published in 1726. And the story narrates about Gulliver's incredible voyages, the places he has been and the people and all the creatures he has met. Then there is Bram Stoker, born in Dublin as well, and most known for Dracula, published in 1897. He didn't invent the figure of vampires, but... He was inspired by Eastern Europe and Irish folklore vampire figure. In this book, vampirism is portrayed as a sort of unknown disease. Anyway, how can I men not mention the lord of brilliant comedy of manners and aphorisms, Oscar Wilde, born in Dublin as well? Um... His most famous works are The Importance of Being Earnest in 1895 and The Picture for Dorian Gray is only novel published in 1890. Another Dubliner is James Joyce. So was one of the writers who wanted to write about his home city and in general about Irish culture. He had written several famous novels in order to publish Dubliners in 1914, a portrait of artist as a young man in 1916, and Ulysses in 1922. Another notable mention is C.S. Lewis, father of Chronicles of Narnia, he was born in Belfast and he had taken real Irish places that were inspirational sources to create the magical world of Narnia, incorporating unplanned Christian aspects and concepts, making the seven novels an unforgettable fantasy work. There are also Irish women writers to be mentioned who emerged lately as Elizabeth Bowen and Edna O'Brien, but whose works I've never read, so I cannot talk about. Mm, and in the contemporary Irish literature, there are three authors to be mentioned, in my opinion. Helen Colfer, 
Cecilia Hawthorne, and Sally Rooney. Helen Colfer is most known for creating Artemis Fowl. Do you remember him? I think maybe you have heard about the 2020 Disney movie adaptation that actually ruined everything about the novel series. So, read the novels. Anyway, Cecilia Hahern is most known for her romances as P.S. I Love You and Where Rainbows Hand or Love Rosie published both in 2004 and the only works that I've read about her. Really good. Then there is the currently famous Sally Rooney whose following novels became quickly popular. Conversation with Friends, published in 2017, and Normal People, published in 2018. These two novels are taking place in Ireland, and both of them are tales of love and friendship of millennial generation. I want to conclude by sharing a dream. You may know that Ireland is divided into Northern Ireland, belongs to the UK, and its capital is Belfast, and the Republic of Ireland with Dublin as its capital. Two sea different cities, two sides of the same coin, representing two Irish point of view that I've always wished to visit and to discover the fantastic places that inspired several books I've read and including movies. For me, Ireland represents nature full of wonderful and peaceful places in which you can feel a sort of magic. And maybe one day I will travel to those places But since then, stay tuned for more topics. XOXO Anita Miles.